0: My proven method shows you how to attract cash-paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. I'm here today with Priscilla Blevins, who
1: has a passion to help women live a sustainable lifestyle to lose weight and manage anxiety. Her passion stems from her own health journey, from being diagnosed with a heart murmur at birth as well as Shone's complex, a very rare congenital heart defect consisting of multiple left heart obstructive defects. At age 12, she was told you can never eat fat or you'll die. So she focused very hard during high school to eat right to manage her weight, but struggled with fatigue, depression, and anxiety, which eventually led to panic attacks. After completing a master's of science in nutrition, she found solid evidence of the effects of a keto diet. She started eating this way. And Within one month, had tripled her energy levels, and within two months, the anxiety and panic attacks were non-existent. She embraces food as medicine for the mind and soul. Welcome to today's episode, Priscilla. Where can we find you on social?
2: Hi. Yes, so I'm at keto.weightloss.nutritionist
1: Excellent. And Is there anything that I missed from that bio that you want to make sure we all know about you? No, that sounds about right. I'm glad to be here. I'm super happy to have you. And I love your story. So thank you for for sharing it and inspiring us all today. You could start out and tell us a little bit about where you started out in your business and where you are now on your journey.
2: Right. So I've always been in clinical. So it was honestly being in clinical, you know, having a boss above you, it might be a nurse, not always a dietitian, different mindsets. That's what inspired me to want to be my own boss, especially since I did start living a keto lifestyle. So I started to post on Instagram randomly about a year ago and I was like, okay, I want to start helping people. So people started getting interested, DMing me on Instagram, but there was nothing, you know, nothing like, oh, this is my business. This is my program. Nothing solid and in place. No money goals at all. It was more of a pastime.
1: And how did it evolve from a pastime that you got started to something as profitable as what you have today and clear as well? You have a really clear brand today.
2: Right. So it wasn't until I started working with you where we really nailed down keto. I was always honestly afraid to go out there and say I'm a keto dietitian because whenever I posted on Instagram, I honestly spoke more to dietitians than my ideal client because I wanted to be included. I didn't want to make any dietitians upset. So it wasn't until I niched down, I actually started getting my ideal clients and started
1: making money. I, I love that. And thank you for sharing. That's so common. And the more you say that, the more the listeners are inspired to really hone in on their own message. So when you say, and I remember when we first started working together, you did talk about you know, high fat and, and you spoke about what you're doing, but it's obviously evolved and gotten more clear. So in that process, what would you say is the, the biggest takeaway or tip you can give to a listener who's afraid to own her message because she thinks or knows other dietitians will judge her and she's afraid?
2: The biggest tip is... Knowing yourself, being confident to yourself and knowing how what you do really does make a difference for your ideal client. You're not there to help other dietitians. They're doing their own thing. What's gonna make you the happiest and most fulfilled and then in the end bring you money?
1: And do you have any specific tips that somebody could do on a regular practice to get to that point? Because it's I agree with you, but it's so hard (laughs) for the listeners to apply that. They can hear it, but I want it to sink in.
2: Right. So honestly, so as far as getting into the niche
1: or increasing confidence, right? So feeling like you can own your message is a beautiful, powerful thing, but it can be something that can take people a while.
2: Right. So honestly, the biggest thing, the biggest tip I have for anyone starting out is block anyone that is negative or post anything that just wants to get you in an argument, because they're not there to be your client. They're there just to tear you down and put you in a bad mindset. And it's all about building a positive mindset so that you can have the most energy to help people
1: that need your help. I love that. And so thank you for that actionable step. And when it comes to mindset, are there any specific practices that you would suggest or that you do, whether it's reading podcasts or anything with consistency that helps you kind of keep that top of mind that you know those mm-hmm. people that are negative and hurtful are not your ideal plane and you can just move move forward past that experience and try to continue your message
2: honestly the biggest game changer for me with mindset is talking to my followers on Instagram when they I post what they want to hear and they comment oh my gosh that is so true like it's just so heartwarming and it really boosts my mindset. And that's why I'm here.
1: That's incredible. Thank you for sharing that. And you're doing such a good job at that. And so we're going to dive in more and, and talk about that in depth, but I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Thank so you. you mentioned pushback and people who don't agree. Can you talk a little bit about that? You know, I know that as a keto dietitian, which can be seen as controversial, you own what you do, and that has been a game changer. So can you give us a specific scenario or example of how you've had to deal with, with that?
2: Right. So when I first started owning my keto, at first, I felt like I was coming out of the closet because I was like, oh my gosh, this is a dietitian owning keto, never really done before. And I really just lost a lot of followers initially, which were not my ideal client. They weren't going to pay for anything and that's okay. And I came to that realization. But then I did start to get some dietitians who would send me some you know, not very nice messages. And they were just saying, you know, what you're doing is not Academy approved. It's not okay. We're going to report you. And, and they would do some stuff like that. And at first I was like, what, what's going on? Is this really going to happen? And that's where I felt like coming to the group with this really increased my confidence. And no, that's just hearsay. That's bullying. That's not okay. And, After that, I really saw more dietitians the negative dietitians really comment and send me personal DMs saying, I'm so glad that you are addressing this. I felt the same way. I'm scared to come out myself about how I feel about fat and keto and their diabetes dietitians. It's massive. Like I've had over like 30 dietitians on Instagram, you know, at least come and talk to me. And so I'm very happy.
1: So what you're saying is that by being a leader and taking a stance and owning what you do, at first, it seemed like the dietitians, some dietitians were negative Mm -hmm. or hurtful, which, you know, by threatening to report you. And now those possibly same people have come to you saying they appreciate that you have been taking a stance. Correct. Yes. That's an incredible story. So thank you for sharing. That takes a lot of courage for you to be strong. About what you're representing, and I appreciate that. And just like we both said, it's for the clients, right? You're helping people on their right. journey, and um, you're standing your ground. And I absolutely love that because it means you're a leader in this space. Thank yeah, you. It's, and it's not easy to do that, but it's important.
2: No, I definitely need some tough skin, but yep. it's worth it.
1: And uh, it is, and it's, just, and what I love about your storytelling is that it's it's for the clients, and and I, I love that you feel that way. I feel that way too. Um, So when we talk about the clients who you've served and helped, can you talk a little bit more about who they are and pretty much the outcome that you give them by following a ketogenic diet? Right.
2: So I have obviously the main goal for all my clients is weight loss, and I am there to show them that you can live a sustainable keto lifestyle, unlike misconceptions that it's you know, not sustainable, you can't do it for the long term. And I show them that they can. So a lot of them do see faster weight loss, per se, than a low calorie and a low fat diet, usually at double the rate, so around two pounds a week. So they're always happy with that. And then a lot of them also come to me with anxiety, hormone imbalance, like PCOS, hypothyroid. So of course, we tailor the diet To dairy free, gluten free, if we have to work with them that way. But again, they're seeing the
1: hormone balance and weight loss. And when we first started working together, before you started owning that you do ketogenic for weight loss and helping Mm -hmm. anxiety as well, were you still? What kind of clients were you getting? Was it similar, or has your clientele evolved and shifted since your marketing has gotten more clear?
2: Right. So I mean, before it was more different. They just wanted to lose weight and eat a balanced, healthy
1: you know, kind of foods. So
2: definitely more specific.
1: And is that enjoyable for both you and the client? Has that affected your delivery of service and, and their, you know, happiness with you or results?
2: Yes. Yeah, so my results have gotten so much better since I've niched down because I was so afraid of owning keto. So I'd be low carb, high fat. So, you know, their weight loss was much more slow and now their weight loss is better and they're feeling better. So it's a
1: win-win on each side. And this is incredible. I absolutely love this. So what helped you exactly rip off the band-aid and own it? Like completely just say, I am keto. This is who I am. Because you have been very clear that the outcome has been twofold. Your clients mm-hmm. have lost weight faster than they've gotten the results, and you've been able to be more clear and help impact more people. So what can you say has been an attributing factor to get you to where you are now faster?
2: I would honestly have to say it was our first chat with each other when we were just talking about what I did. And I said, Oh, I believe in low carb, high fat. I I really want to emphasize fat because I don't think low carb is sustainable. That's where it's at. And you're like, that sounds like keto. And when I said no, it's not, I remember like, you're like, really? Okay. And I'm just afterwards, I'm like, well, I've eaten keto. I'm just afraid to tell other people that it works. So Honestly, that was the biggest stepping point for me that my mind started to think about it. And I'm like, you know what? I am keto. I'm just going to own it now.
1: Right. So we just had to have a conversation. So for the listeners, listeners, um, when you're able to have a conversation, and keep top of mind what you do and how you can be more specific. um, The results can help your clients get get their end result faster and it can help you market better. Um, So thank you for sharing that and just being really honest about how you can be more clear And when it comes to social media, how have you, have talked a lot about owning your space and reframing positively when things happen, like people bully you, which is obviously not fair, but it happens. It's not (laughs) part of being a leader on social media. How have you used social to grow your business specifically Instagram?
2: So one of the biggest things that I do is also find hashtags in my niche and pain points. So it might be hypothyroid, PCOS, keto, the keto community, et cetera. And I'll go start following these hashtags and commenting on people's photos, encouraging them, just being more of a community in that sphere as well. And um, I think that's done a lot for me as well. It seems more of a community and that's where I find my people.
1: Great. And so, in addition to you, you know, finding your people because you know yeah. who you're talking to, what about your content has shifted and helped you drive more traffic or get people to reach out via by, by DM or sales call?
2: Right. So my post used to be more like Pinterest. Oh, they're great ideas. I'll save them They're So they had a lot of saves in the past because they were just friendly and, Oh, this is low carb, high fat ideas. But now when I post, I'm always thinking, okay, how can I get a website click? How can I get someone that wants to apply to be a client? So I always post, always post the problem. And then I post the solution and then kind of like, I might mix keto in there. Love it. Yeah. And that's
1: it incredible. And so that formula and that shift has helped you drive more traffic. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely. Amazing. And when it comes to revenue, were you comfortable talking about how much money you've made and some of your future goals?
2: Sure. So this last month I averaged around $2,000 and that's coming from a year ago where I was $150. So I've definitely increased that a lot.
1: Congratulations.
2: Thank you. So then my next goal is to maintain that for about another month and then increase that to 5000 dollars.
1: Amazing keep going. <laughs> Absolutely. I have no doubt that you will and you going from zero to 2000 and 2000 to your future goal of 5,000 will be made possible by you continuing to own your message and, and show the outcome that you help people with, which is weight loss via the ketogenic diet. So you know just keep going and uh, we'll be excited to, to watch your journey and I'll be excited to continue to support it. You've already talked a little bit about how your content has shifted. So when we think about like social media and how it looked then and now, is there any specific way that you can say has been the biggest change visually? I mean, I know you've explained that you show the problem and the outcome and sprinkle in solution. What else would you say has been a change?
2: So one of the biggest changes is what I love to personally do, which I get from Elena, uh, the weightlifting nutritionist, is using the notebook and writing out my quote and including my face. And honestly, that brought me a lot of clients. And it feels very relatable because they see my face with the quote.
1: Awesome. And then, of course, I'm more interested in what the quote actually says. So can you talk about how the words and the message that you've been able to communicate with your market? How has that evolved since let's say two, three months ago?
2: Right. So maybe in the past I've might've just said, eat more fat, it's healthy or something on those lines, right? Just trying to just talk about fat and keto or low carb, high fat at the time. Now I actually talk about it specifically saying it's okay. If you eat your cupcake, you can lose weight and be in ketosis the next day. And that intrigues them. They're like, how can I still have a cupcake and be in ketosis the next day while losing weight? And then it builds conversations that way.
1: Incredible. Really, really good. And so much more clear. So just as a recap for the listeners, Priscilla used to talk about fat for the sake of fat. And now you're talking about how to eat all types of foods and still maintain ketosis for the end result of losing weight via your methodology of following a ketogenic diet. So much more clear. Yeah, that's a great evolution and great example as well. And then do you have any tips about your process for uh, making or creating Instagram content?
2: Honestly, the easiest thing is Canva. I use Canva and then just I have a little tripod for my iPhone that I take selfies with. I use my little timer and yeah, that's it.
1: And then when it comes to making content on a weekly basis, what's your top tip for how to be as most of the most efficient as possible when you're going from one week to another to still get the same Mm -hmm. result of increasing sales calls.
2: So I simply just block out like two mornings out of the week and I review any messages or posts where I've had my ideal client comment on them or ask me questions. And then that's what I use for my inspiration
1: for my post. Amazing. So what you're doing is you're looking for the best performing content to recreate Mm -hmm. another version of that for the following week keep in mind that you're showing the outcome of the, the result that you give your clients
2: mm-hmm.
1: while still yeah. hashtag showing your face
2: <laughs> yes
1: amazing and so that process would you say that that's more streamlined um that you kind of have that a little more um,
0: sorted
2: yeah, definitely. And once I niched down to keto for weight loss, it got super fast. I used to sit there like, what am I going to talk about now? What's something someone's going to say now? I'm just like, oh yeah, I know. Cause I'm in keto and I know their problems on keto for losing weight. Super simple.
1: Amazing. Uh, super simple and super effective, right?
2: Yes. Yes. That's my, my acronym that I
1: use is kiss. Keep it simple, stupid love it. That's probably going on a post, Priscilla, on Instagram. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. When it comes to advice for somebody starting out, a dietitian listening who is just in awe that you are owning what you're doing and getting the results that you want and like progressing, what advice would you have for for her on her journey?
2: The biggest one for me is still that mindset tip. Like if you have anyone that wants to pull you down and want to argue with you, just unfollow them, unfollow anyone in your realm or block them and focus on your
1: energy and solving your ideal client's biggest problem. Love it. Absolutely love it. And then for a mindset tip, uh, now that we're on that subject, uh, when it (laughs) comes to stories, how do you keep motivated to show your face? and still show up on stories the same way that you do on your feed?
2: So honestly, stories are what I love. I honestly keep my story super simple. I, you know, the timer, whenever it's out, it's done. So because I have a short attention span, I believe my clients have a short attention span. So that's it. And I just talk about my program or what I'm going through or what a client win is. And I love it. I love showing a little bit of my life and my client's success on my stories. It really helps with my mindset as well as theirs and getting them intrigued about my program.
1: Yeah, really great practical advice. And I'm, I'm glad that you like stories because we all know how powerful they are for people to connect with you. And I also like that you mentioned it. And um, You have a short attention span and you realize that your clients do because mm-hmm. stories don't have to be long and complicated to be effective. They just, you just have to be able to show your face and let them know that you are a resource and you have the solution, the outcome to their problem. And when you can do that consistently the way you do, that's, what's going to help you own your space and get people attracted to what you do and how you can transform them in their lives. Yes. Yeah. Anything else that you want to share with us that you think would be helpful about the journey? Maybe you can throw in a clinical story if you have one.
2: Honestly, the biggest, I've had a lot of clinical stories. I've traveled as a dietitian, but my biggest one that honestly just got me to say, I'm going to do it with you. You're, I need this. I want to be my own boss. It was honestly during this whole COVID thing. I work in dialysis still full time. Most of my doctors are awesome, but they're stressed right now. And I had a patient. That I wanted to put her, increase her from one multivitamin with zinc to two multivitamins with zinc. And my doctor got super upset that I didn't run it by her, that I couldn't increase the multivitamin to two. And I'm just like, it's a multivitamin, it's not a medication. I wanna be able to do what I want. So just that whole, you know, I wanna be my own boss and it's a Vitamin, I'm the expert.
1: I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that story. That's a really good one. I appreciate that. So if we were just to paint a little bit more of a vivid picture, when that happened and you were frustrated at that moment, did you remind yourself like when I have my own business or what you have your business, but when you grow it to the point where you're reaching your goals as you are now and you're on your path, Mm -hmm. then you have the ability to make these decisions without having to run by it from a doctor and you can make decisions on your own. And is, is that what got you to kind of want to take yeah. it more seriously?
2: Yes. And honestly, that's been the most rewarding part with having my clients is, Oh, here's a supplement. You can talk to your doctor about it, run it by him,
1: but this is what I recommend. So nobody can tell me otherwise. I love that being your own boss is honestly the most, I mean, <laughs> in addition to like changing lives of your clients, being your own boss is incredible and empowering and helps you own who you are and improves your mindset as well. So I'm really glad that your story tied into that. Thank you so much for sharing Priscilla. And if you could just remind everybody where to follow and support you on social.
2: Yeah. I'm at keto.weightloss.nutritionist. Excellent.
0: If you identify as a female dietitian or student apply to my coaching program, I'm accepting applications. Now my clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at libbyrothchild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.